Jana Gowin has been working in the hotel entertainment industry since 2013. Positivity is key in her work style and she truly loves what she does. She has experienced massive growth by working abroad, both privately and professionally. You, you have your little bag, I always had the feeling, and after every, mm. every season, you, you took a little bit of culture with you in your little bag, what's, you know? What's, uh, of and, culture, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now you're back in your home country, but still you have all the impressions of mm. how other cultures are looking like. I'm Dario de Dobbelare, and welcome to Ciao Ciao Bye Bye, a show about living life abroad in the hotel entertainment sector here we dive deep into what it is like living all over Europe, meeting thousands of people, pushing boundaries and living life to the fullest. Today, episode 8, the impact of working abroad. Our guest today comes all the way from Germany, Jana Gawin. So, uh, Jana, uh, yes. first things first, thank you, uh, thank you for coming to the, to the, to the show today. It's a, pleasure, uh, it's a pleasure having you. Could it's you my please... <laughs> Well, you're welcome. Could you please introduce yourself? Um, who are you and where did you come from? Uh, yeah, my name is Jana. Um, I'm 30 years young. Let's say it like this. But just turned 30 this year. Um, I'm from Germany. And yeah, I think these are the main facts, I would say. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a dog, a small dog. Oh. Yeah, my whole proud, actually. What, what dog do you have? It's a, <laughs> a miniature tackle. <laughs> oh, it's wired hair. They're, yeah, they're like the. Is it like the the long ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sausage dogs, a proper yeah. <laughs> sausage dog with wired hair, exactly oh, in brown. You, so, you, you um, can get in one of these uh, hot dog uh, costumes for your Christmas cards. That's this my year. plan. Actually, Aha. that's my plan. I, I'm searching for a Christmas costume and for a hot dog costume. Yeah, Th- that would be amazing. You see, you see, I have a lot of time at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, brought dog mom since 2020 due to Corona. It's a Corona baby, I have to say. Oh, it's a Corona dog. <laughs> and before, I was uh, yeah a really cool entertainer, and team leader, and entertainment manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, working around the world. Let's say yeah, like you, this. Yeah, you've been a little bit all uh, all over the place. All over, yeah, everywhere. Um, a little bit everywhere. Wh- what is your uh, current job role? Are you still working in the entertainment industry? Yes, but uh, since two years, I'm back now in the head office in Germany, and mm-hmm. uh, my current job role is called um, Tui Blue for Two uh, Entertainment Executive. It's oh my a god, it's a, a really long title to remember. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, exactly. It's a long title. But okay, it sounds so really important. I think the executive yeah. <laughs> sounds sometimes like I'm the chief of the yeah, whole Yeah, I, I would be scared of you when I when I see the executive is coming to the uh, to the hotel. It's um, not it's not like this, don't be scared. No. <laughs> what what is what exactly is it that you that you do then in uh, of course in a more normal world when there is no corona, what what kind of things would you be doing uh, for your job? So normally I am responsible for all the operative parts um, in our hotels, what means I'm responsible for new concepts for the daytime mm-hmm. and evening program. I'm thinking about new trends and what we can, uh, what can we do. Um, I'm speaking a lot with our hotel managers. I'm the person that is speaking a lot to our entertainment managers who are working around the world. If yeah. they have any trouble, any questions. Um, I'm focusing a lot on the numbers, on the CSQs, we say, about um, yeah, on the scores yeah, if our guests are give. happy. Exactly. If the guests are happy, if they enjoy the holiday, if they enjoy the daytime and evening program. 
Um, sometimes I have direct contact with the teams to see if they are happy, if they yeah know what to do. Um, yeah, and then normally I'm traveling a lot around to visit hotels, to do some trials around the world, um, to see how everything is working in the hotels. Yeah, I so would it, say it, this it, is my normal job. Exactly. So it so it really sounds like you're um, well pre-corona. Of course, you're always on the move. Like you're always in a new place, even if it's just uh, to to visit one of the destinations, to to go to maybe a training, catch up with the with the teams, like you said. Um, so I can imagine yes. you're really on the on the plane a lot, living out of your suitcase, basically. Yes. So I would say the airport in Hanover is one of my most favorite places. <laughs> I spent a lot of time there in uh, 2019. Yeah. So, yeah. And I know many airports around the world. But also, to be fair, it was a nice switch because you know I, I told you two years ago, I went back to Germany. And that was mm -hmm. also the point where I worked a little bit more in the office and I had a little bit more private life, let's say it like this. Yeah. So I would say the job is the perfect mix out of office work and administrative tasks and then sometimes hotel visits. The training, yep. I'm also the person that is um, mostly responsible with my with my boss, basically, for all the trainings, concept trainings and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, this, this is something I also always enjoyed working in entertainment. Like the trainings were always my, my highlight of the, uh, of the season even. I think it's just... It's, yeah. uh, It's really, really, it's so cool to to meet all these different people who are like in a in a similar position in 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 life because it's quite unusual to do these kind of uh, uh, trips or like for for going for work to a different country, staying there for a long time. Sometimes it's hard to uh, find people uh, outside of the job which whom you can. Uh, talk about it and really go a little bit deeper than oh I I go to uh, let's say Mallorca for for six months. It's quite hard to understand and when you put like totally. uh, yeah like a, a couple dozen people of the who go through this experience um, um, yeah within the next couple of months for the first time or can be the second time. It's it's really uh, reassuring to to find all these people and like. Um, boost each other's motivation up to to go and rock for uh, for the next couple of months. Yeah, I'm absolutely agreeing. It's so important for the spirit also because, like you said, I, I you know in all my seasons I found out that most of the time really you cannot say you can maybe say special people do the job special open people <laughs> you know they are open minded but also really yeah some of them are really crazy some are really yeah. open they love to speak to people and it's always such a brilliant atmosphere on the trainings and i think it's also really really important to to understand the concepts and to understand the spirit kind of you know and mm -hmm. to get the spirit and have the feeling okay we are one big family so Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I also found out because, you know, I, I, I saw the training from all positions. So when I was entertainer, when I was team leader, when I was entertainment uh, delivery team manager and so on. Mm. And then suddenly I was responsible to organize the training. And <laughs> I found out it's really, really, really stressy. Oh, I, <laughs> so I can imagine. And there must be like hundreds of hours of planning going, yeah, going into it's this. It's a lot of organization behind it with so many people in one location and have all the trainers at the right place and enough rooms for everything. Mm. And so, yeah, it's a really, really yeah, special the flights, time of the year. The transfers, yeah. everything. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I mean, they are there support from our training team and everything. But I think this is the time of the year where my whole department has the most work, basically. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I, I can imagine. Do, do you still enjoy the training this much or are you just on the training like, oh, what's going to go wrong next or what do I need to fix next? No, I still, I, to be fair, I still enjoy it. I love to be uh, surrounded by people and to meet new characters and mm. to see who will work in the future in our concept hotels and everything. I have much more in my head, you know, because I have the whole time yeah. the feeling. I, I love organization and I always have the feeling everything needs to be really, really organized. But um, yeah, still an evening when you have then the evening entertainment or you have some, maybe a farewell evening, you yeah. sit down and you know, oh yeah, that was a good day actually. So yeah, yeah. And I, I can imagine you, um, you have, uh, like you said, you have experienced the, the trainings in like in, in different ways. And I can imagine you also have seen uh, people grow with not, not even just like in the, in the company, but like as a person, like. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I can I can imagine for you was uh, probably quite similar if you compare yourself to just before you did your first season where and where you are now, you're like a completely different person, like way stronger, way more confident. Uh, obviously, I didn't know you before you started, but this is usually like the uh, the story where you like find yourself you know, and um, yeah, it's absolutely absolutely like this. Sometimes I need to smile because. When before I did the job as entertainer, I did my traineeship in Germany in the head office, mm -hmm. and I was always a really, I would say, quiet person. You know, I was never the one standing <laughs> in front or anything. And uh, my last department was the entertainment department. So in total, the traineeship in Germany is two and a half years, and the last six months I spent in the concept department in Germany. And okay. there I had a boss, and he was completely sure that entertainment is the right job for me and he said like every day Jana you need to do this you need to go and I was every day like I'm, I'm not sure if I'm I want to sure, do this yeah. I mean I always found it really really cool because I spent a lot of holidays with my parents in big hotels you know and I was always impressed by the shows and yeah. by the entertainers and for me they were also little stars and I always was like oh yeah maybe I want to do this it one day it would be nice but exactly, not for me but yeah <laughs> But I was always like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Yeah, and then he tried to convince me. And uh, in the end, anyway, I, I was ready with my traineeship and I hadn't got really a clue how to go on. And I thought like, okay, maybe I will try to do three months as kids entertainer. Yeah, yeah. three yeah, months yeah. It's was a my perfect first start. idea. Yeah. Perfect start. So, and then I think <laughs> one month or four weeks before I should start, um, I, I wanted to go to Turkey, actually. That was my plan. So four weeks before I started, I got a call an email from the from the big boss of the department and um, if we could have a talk and i was like yeah we could have okay. a talk <laughs> and in, in the end i got directly offered a team leader position so basically i got uh, they told me okay you will get kind of a boot camp yeah we will send you to gran canaria you will have mm -hmm. six weeks to learn everything around entertainment around uh, how daytime is working how evening is working how kids club is working and everything um then we will bring you to the training for the team leaders Yeah, And uh, in this time, still the team leader said to write something like an exam, basically. So you will write the exam and we will have a look how you do. And if everything is fine, you will be directly team leader. But then you need to stay the whole season. <gasps> I was like, uh, but, what? but I want to be kids entertainer. That was the plan. I never did this job before. <laughs> did, did you so, tell them this or, or yeah, did you think, I, I, just I, think I, it? Okay. No, I, I told them and they also know it because they knew me yeah, from, the, from mm. the whole time in the department. So I went home and I slept one night over it. And then I thought, okay, maybe it's faith and maybe I should just try it. 
Okay, next day, that I said, takes like, a okay. lot of courage to, uh, yeah. to do this. Next day, next day, I said, like, okay, I will try it. And then already, I think in January, end of January, I flew over to Gran Canaria. Mm -hmm. Just me, my two suitcases. I hadn't got a clue what I'm doing. I hadn't got a clue what entertainment is. I was never working in a hotel. And I still remember I was standing at the airport. My boyfriend <laughs> drove me to the airport. And yeah. I was crying like hell through the whole <laughs> security control. I couldn't stop because I thought the whole time, like, oh, my God, what I'm doing and what I'm uh, doing. And I was really shy and the first time away from home. How, how and I old was were sitting, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was sitting in the plane next to an old man, you know, because Canarian <laughs> Islands are yeah. mostly old people. There's a lot of old people And he was looking there. at me like... Why are you crying? And I was like, You're going yeah, on a because, holiday. Because, because I'm flying now over there and I should work as entertainer. And he looked at me and he said like, oh yeah, as entertainer, I would also cry. And I was oh, like, oh, no. okay. <laughs> yeah. And then That's I arrived. really bad. Yeah. And now it's funny, but then it was really bad. <laughs> and then I arrived on Gran Canaria and I got picked up from my team leader in the mm -hmm. reception. And he was also really confused i would say when i told him no i never did this job i was never an entertainer mm -hmm. but i'm now in the jump program as team leader and he yeah, was like oh, okay <laughs> yeah and then i suddenly i was in a different world so i really it, for me yeah. it was a complete different world because all the people i worked with it was winter and in winter normally only the experienced entertainers are working oh you started so they, in winter yeah 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 so they all worked already a long time for the company mm -hmm. and they they were all really really entertaining characters and you just say so all really open and they really spent developed. a lot of times on the stage already and everything and then i was coming like the, the small <laughs> gray mouse <laughs> and oh you're whenever... so sad yeah and, and this were the typical entertainment room so first of all i got shown the typical entertainment room so mm -hmm. it's now nearly eight years ago you know yeah it was like can i a hostel so you mm -hmm. shared a room with two the room yeah. was 10 square meters maybe with a stock bed so one was sleeping <laughs> yeah, up yeah. one was sleeping down <laughs> i think they're called bunk beds in uh, yeah. in english yeah yeah exactly and yeah <laughs> and, and you had one big kitchen for everybody and yeah it was a different word and then google oh, was yes. there google was there by no. then yeah yeah because there were also some others in the jump program for team leader so okay. the next day was my first day working day and i i directly jumped into ice cold water because um, yeah, he was there to train the shows and to train like yeah. all the we call it sponties by then. So all the spontaneous actions yeah, that were happening around they're the like pool. small, like small kind of shows, more like comedy sketches, something like this. You do yeah, in, in the exactly. swimming pool or next to the exactly. restaurant. Yeah. So next day, I found me already in an ABBA costume. <laughs> standing around the pool. This was your first day, right? Yeah, performing Dancing Queen. <laughs> Oh my god. And it was the whole time like do guest contact. Go to the guest. Entertain the guest. And I was standing there in this abbas you like, okay, what am I doing here? What the hell am I doing here? And for all the others it was so normal. And then yeah. directly the same thing. Oh, it's so strange because you're the only one who's like yeah, 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 uh, yeah. never done this before. Yeah. Oh my and god. Same day I uh, also the entrance at the door in the upper costume I, I hadn't got a clue what entrance is you know like this standing at the doors telling the guests ah enjoy your meal I was like well, okay I'm standing here enjoy your meal and then and then in the night we had directly dance reversals and the first dance I learned was Greece Greece oh, yeah. I guess 
And I was completely overwhelmed because I was just standing there like, okay, I was ABBA, I was already <laughs> dancing at the pool, I was and standing in front of the restaurant, now I'm, I'm dancing Greece, and it's the first day, so <laughs> what's coming what for the next is coming? <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so that was my first day, and now you can remember how the next five weeks were looking like, so <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> I think every day I was working nearly 13, 14, 15 of hours course. minimum, because I also had to learn all the theory then all the coaches came mm. around. By then we had one coach for sound and light, one dance coach, one kids coach, and they all came to visit us and to teach us even more knowledge. Oh my um, God. I had to learn everything about the kids club. So I was never working with kids before. Mm. And <laughs> suddenly I was sitting there like, eh, bah, okay. Yeah. So really, really five funny weeks. And then I went back to the training, team leader training, yeah. like they told me to Oldsberg. Yeah. In the, it, it's, in the hearts so basically a really small hidden corner in germany somewhere in the nowhere mm -hmm. and there i met all the other team leaders and they were all such a long time in the business already and i arrived <laughs> there and they were like um and you will be team leader now and yeah like, mm -hmm. of course I you were surprised team leader now <laughs> yeah but i did abba <laughs> in greece on my first day yeah and then they had dire directly another brilliant moment was by then, it was really there was a new uh, show from Google, the Crime Dinner. So it oh, was I don't about think I've a lot seen of this one. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a lot about acting and everything. And our okay. our exercise from Google was to learn all the yeah the whole script basically by heart, so that we are able to play every role on the training. You know, like it was okay, okay. Yeah. that's my that's my exercise. I will do it. So I learned it and I learned it and I learned it by heart. Even at the train, I was still sitting there. And we had our first session with Gogo on the first day of the training. And she was like, okay, who of you learned it by heart? And I was like, yeah, me. Yeah. I know it. Because I was, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, I was you, sure. I, I, you wanted to show that you could do no, it. No, no, not even this. But in the end, I thought, okay, it was our task. So it's a strange question because why he is asking yeah. us who can do it, we, we should be able to do it. Yeah. It was our task. Yeah, I was the only one putting my finger up in the air. <laughs> Guess what? I was the lucky person that was playing the main character in the of evening. Of course. <laughs> I was so embarrassed because I don't know anybody. <laughs> it was my first day on the team leader training. Yeah. <laughs> and I was the one playing the main character in this You're crime in the dinner. spotlight, yeah. Oh my God, it was such a horrible evening. And I was so nervous. I, I, I was so nervous. I think I was never so nervous <laughs> in my whole life. And I was standing there in my costume and everybody was looking at me. And uh, yeah, but it, it was working out. So yeah. that's, that's my start. My, my start in the big tree world. And in the end, I, I, I did the training. I did the exam. I was even the best one in the exam, but was again oh. really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, from this moment on, I was a little twee nerd. I got the sticker. Oh, and no. Then they, and then they sent me back to Gran Canaria. And I spent my first team leader season over mm -hmm. there for 10 months then, actually. Wow. So from January to So you did winter, October. summer or, uh, or something like that? Or summer, yeah, winter, Yeah, it was one half winter, so winter two, and then whole summer yeah. season till October, yeah. Ooh. And it was a really, really challenging season because everything was new, but I had such a brilliant mm. team. And so I met so many nice people. And yeah, in the end, I, I, <laughs> I took so much home. And I think I grew every second day. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course, I, I can I can totally imagine. Maybe maybe um, we should emphasize, uh, emphasize that it's like it's very overwhelming the uh, the first uh, experiences you get, but somehow 
uh when you look back at it 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 sounds really like really bad but somehow it 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 was a really nice experience in the at the same time it's it's quite strange Um, but also to be honest i was nearly sitting so the first two weeks first three weeks Mm -hmm. i was sitting every single evening on my bed (laughs) thinking like what are you doing here and why are you doing this (laughs) and will you ever be happy with doing this so it was really and this is also the reason you know like now in the end when i was entertainment manager and stuff i met so many um people who did this job for the first time with Mm -hmm. 18 19 20 and they they were the first time away from home and so many people after two days three days told me yana i cannot do this i want to go home it's very hard and I, I always told them, give yourself a little bit of time, like two mm. weeks, three weeks, because every person needs some time to to get used to all that. I yeah. mean, I, I can understand them to completely. To just let you, it I, sink in, yeah. Exactly. I, I always have my first ABBA day in my, <laughs> my, <laughs> in my mind. But yeah, sometimes you just need some time to to come into it. And when I had to leave Gran Canaria after 10 months, I was so sad because this hotel was my home oh. and this team was my family. And it was really breaking my heart. So in the end, it was the best decision ever to do this. Yeah, I think like the the first one or two seasons when you have to say goodbye at the end of the season, it's it's so hard. Like okay, it's it's still sad when you when you do it later, but especially like the the first times you uh, uh, you have to say goodbye. It's not not really the saying goodbye that's really sad. It's more like the day after when you are home. And you just yeah, you're laying yeah. in your and bed you're alone. Yeah. yeah, you're like, oh my god, it's 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 really over, and we're probably never gonna be all together in the in the same place again. At least not and, with the yeah. the same connection. It's very uh, it's a very, very difficult, yeah. lonely feeling uh, you get, which which shows that um, that the connection you build in these few months is is so strong with uh, with the people you're working with. I mean, you 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 wake up together, you go to breakfast together, uh, you you work together, you take your break together. Even if you have a day off, it's it's together. Like ev- everything is is together. It's like you're married, but to the whole team, not to one person. It's like uh, yeah. crazy, uh, crazy. And you know each other marriage. so well after this. After mm-hmm. one season, you know everything. You know what the other is eating for breakfast. You know when <laughs> the other is going to bed. If he's sleeping long or if he's an early bird. You know basically everything about the other person so yeah. um yeah and I, I still some of my best friends i met in in my entertainment time because yeah you were so close just and yeah and did you yeah. see um did, did you do you mean that you met your uh some of your best friends uh, by working together with them in the same yeah. team yeah absolutely yeah okay and did you see like a shift in in uh in personality when you start being in the same team because it's something i i saw a few times that uh, when you visit somebody after the season can be like three months later or something uh, it it kind of feels a little bit like a different person. Not that you don't like each other anymore, but um, I, I'm I'm not really sure where where it comes from. But uh, I think it's just the fact that that uh, when you're on season, you all uh, try to find each other's levels. Whereas where you are when you are back at home, um, you already have your same uh, safe environment like you already have your friends your family and i think when you go back after a season even though the season changed you you uh, readjust yourself a little bit again to your uh, environment uh, like to to the person you were before yeah. you went on the season 
Yeah, is this I'm something you've seen as well? Yeah, I, I see that. And also, it's sometimes strange because, for example, normally in one team you had at least five people, eight people. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you were really, really close with each other. And after the season, you always promise each other, yeah, we will stay in contact <laughs> and we will meet again and we will do this and we will always stay, you know, like one team, one family. But in the end, there is it's it's sad, you know. I still like all of them. Oh yes. But I never, but I never kept contact with everybody from mm-hmm. one team. There was always normally one person I'm still friends with, and uh, I still yeah, met. Yeah, yeah. But and the others, okay. When I when I saw a post on Facebook or Instagram or something, you write a comment, or sometimes you, you write a WhatsApp message, but you don't meet each other anymore. No, so and, and you wish I, them a really good life. Uh, yeah, of course, yeah, it's not exactly. no no hard feelings. I, I think one of the reasons is that. Um, you in this job you are constantly moving and constantly meeting all these uh, it's, it's really like hundreds of new people uh, yeah. all the time so uh, i think there is literally no no time uh, to 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 stay in touch um yeah. like to 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 keep this strong connect, connection that you uh, that you had um i i actually was talking about this to i'm, I'm not sure who it was uh, but to uh, to somebody who who came on the on on the show in a different episode, and um, I compare I compared it a little bit like uh, that life is like a train, so yeah. everybody's in the in the train. You're all going to the same direction because you're you're going towards the end of the season. But once the season gets uh, is finished, some people get off your train. They just have a different destination. It's not that you want to say goodbye to them or you don't want to see them anymore or uh, that, that something happened, you don't want to get along. It's just they have a different destination. And in order for them to get to their destination, they need to take a different train. And um, exactly. yeah, may- maybe you will see them again, maybe not. Um, but it's just uh, your ways just don't go together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think also the good thing you always have in mind, I know if I would need something from these people, you know, or if I would mm-hmm. ask them for something, I'm, I'm sure... They would help me. They would help me out and they would say, yeah, yeah, we can do yeah. this. So it's still, anyhow, you have a connection, but it's not a connection that you have contact on a, on a weekly or mm-hmm. monthly basis. But still, or if you see each other suddenly in the city, because, for example, it's also funny. Some of the people I worked with really close for three months, four months, they live in my city or close to my city really so i had it now two times three times that suddenly we met or i met a person in the city and i was like Whoa, what are you doing here and it was like ah, yeah, so I'm, I'm living here and then it's still a connection you can still speak with each other mm-hmm. but before you never had the idea to, to meet up or anything so yeah it just it just have they they jump on your train again literally this yeah. time yeah <laughs> yeah that's so funny um Actually, it's something I wanted to talk about uh, with you because uh, when when was it you did your first season again? Uh, which year 2013. was it? Two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, long long time ago already. <laughs> yeah, it, it it doesn't it doesn't sound like that long ago, but it, it's been uh, it's been a while. It's true. Uh, so something I wanted to bring up is: um, Did you see many changes in the entertainment, uh, like hotel entertainment in general? Uh, how uh, things used to get done or like can be uh, can be the schedule can be uh, the structure of the team itself things like this when you compare it back to 2013 and 2020 what are like the the big changes you have seen 
Sometimes I'm feeling like a grandma, but uh, I, I think one of the biggest changes are the working times. So I told mm -hmm. you already when I was starting, it was normal to work six days uh, a week and yep. minimum 13, 14 hours because you started in the morning with the morning meeting. Then you had the daytime program at lunchtime. You were practicing for shows and stuff like mm -hmm. this. You were preparing the decoration for the evening and for the kids club. Then you had the afternoon program. Then you went for dinner. Then you changed and took a shower yep. then you went for kids disco then you went to do the makeup and the costume for the shows then you had the show then you did some guest relation and mm -hmm. after you had practice again yeah so and, and if you and were lucky was, you had no morning practice the next day exactly so <laughs> that was a normal day basically that yeah. was every single day six days a week and mm -hmm. day seven was the only day off and you really enjoyed it i mean we we did a lot of excursions we went to the beach and everything but also as team like you said already yeah, yeah you went so, all together and when i compare this now to the working times we have now in entertainment mm -hmm. you, you cannot compare it anymore so and yeah uh, right now people are working eight hours day, yeah, yeah like a normal and I, i mean it's nothing bad i understand that it is no, no. important for some people to to keep the working times and everything but sometimes i have the feeling this is also changing a little bit the spirit mm -hmm. because in when i was starting even i was completely confused and everything was new for me i hadn't got even the time To think, to, about, think about it, yeah, yeah. To, to think about it or to think about if i want to go home yeah, if i want to, to think about uh, to, to think about the fact that you were working maybe yeah. maybe too many hours I because understand. i was just busy with staying alive and with <laughs> learning everything <laughs> and with all this nice and funny moments i mean i was laughing so much in all the seasons and i met oh, so yeah, many yeah. funny crazy people And sure, we were complaining that we are tired or mm -hmm. that we would like to have another day off and everything. Sure, everybody's doing this. But I think now with less working hours, definitely you have more time to yeah. think about all this and to think about, oh, would there be another job for me where I would get mm -hmm. more money? And that's yeah. also another thing. Huh? And when I was starting, nobody did this job to get rich. No, I, I always told you, you, you will never earn a lot of money with this job, but mm -hmm. you earn a lot of experiences, yep. you earn a lot a of, lot of life experience, yeah. a lot of life experiences. And I don't want to miss all of this. So it was definitely the right experience. Um, and then I also had the, so when I was starting, evening shows were much bigger, much yep. more important. You did more so, as well, um, more evening shows, like more yeah, exactly. complete we dance had, shows or, more, or comedy shows, yeah. not yeah. just what, what game also mean, what, what also means that you have more to practice, basically, mm -hmm. <laughs> so yep. more time. But also from the costumes, you had amazing costumes. You had to do a professional makeup, yeah? Like you had all mm -hmm. this professional makeup equipment in the backstage. And sometimes even if your makeup was not good enough, your team leader or manager just came and told you, you need to do it one more time. <laughs> all girls had yeah. to have the same, the same... Um, Uh, hairstyle mm -hmm. yeah you were not allowed yeah, to go each, on, uh, on stage when one had a ponytail and one yeah. was herring, uh, wearing hairs open so yeah. it was it was yeah stricter basically and um, also a little bit more professional I would say like all the moderations the presenters I met they were amazing so they were so good presenters but it was also the time when it was not completely international oh. So I started in a German concept, basically. Yeah, German what was, only. Yeah, German only. What was a little bit easier for us because it is much easier to do a presenting in your mother tongue. 
yeah, yeah, without any. And it was also the time, no question, I was not so good in English. So I'm still not really good in English. But <laughs> now I'm able to understand everything and to speak yeah. with you and everything. But when I started, I, I mean, in school, I was always... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my grade was a five, a four or something. Yeah, and yeah. I was always really, really sure I never want to do a job where I need to speak English. Mm -hmm. So I had my first season. Everything was new. First, they told me you have a German team. Then suddenly yeah. I got two two people from Holland, two oh, people okay. from Belgium, so to change three bit. from Spain. And suddenly a whole team from 10 English people from Thomas Cook. And okay. the team leader of the English team was from Scotland. And in our first team meeting, yeah. I was not understanding a word. I was oh, it's very like, hard. Uh, it's so hard. I yeah. remember yeah. Sc uh, Scottish and, and the Irish accent or like two accents. I, I don't know. It, I think I remember doing my first seasons like uh, guest relations when I was just sitting at a table with them uh, after a show. And I just remember nodding yes, pretending I knew what they were talking about, but I had, I had no clue, like no clue. Yeah. You know, you can you I can ask like, them, yes. you can uh, ask yes. them like, uh, oh, sorry, what what was it you said? But you cannot have a full conversation asking them to repeat every single sentence five times or something, and still giving them a nice feeling about their their holiday because at the end of the day, that's the purpose of the of the conversation. So it's like you need to learn this quick because if if you don't pick it up, yeah, there's, there's no way you're gonna. You're gonna, yeah. I think even mentally survive it because you feel so so stupid when when you're just there. Yeah. Uh, what what should I say? Yes, no, and then you just yeah. nod. And then the most awkward moment when it was a question and you just say yeah. yes, yes. It, it was a. Question. Or you start laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then what else changed? Basically, the accommodations. Also, I told you already. So I was mm -hmm. my first season was in in a hostel where you had to share yeah. a room with two ten square meters. That's also training. And I had the feeling that it was more, for the most people, it was more a proper job. So now the last years, I always had the feeling the people start to do, they, they do uh, to be an here. entertainer just for a little break, like work yeah. and travel or something. So they, they, yeah. they are ready with school. And then they thought, okay, for three months, I want to do something funny. Mm -hmm. I will be entertainer. But after three months, I need to do something, something good. You know, I need to like study. Like a real job. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I always have the feeling they get some pressure from the parents or from yeah. the environment that, that tells them, okay, you did now your school, your A-level or whatever, so now mm -hmm. you need to study. Take a break and then and start real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And, and when I started, it was more like a proper job. So still we had some people who only worked for three months or four months, but most of the people I met worked already for, for five years, mm -hmm. six years, seven years for, for the company. Yeah. yeah, it's really, it's really a, a big shift in the the. I'm I'm not sure um, if if it is like you say, it's just the the pressure coming from from outside, or or maybe it's a combination of also a, a reduced amount of working hours, which makes you think as in, okay, I am doing this now, and what what do I want to do next? Whereas maybe when you were working uh, 12 hours a day, 14 hours depending on the on the time of the season. And there was just no no time maybe to make future plans because I, I also remember uh, I did my first kid, kids club season in 2014 and then a full season in 2015. So I started a, a little bit later than you. Um, mm. But I remember the first few years I wasn't really um, thinking or planning much more than than. Uh, at the end of the season and just make sure I can go back home and I don't know apply for the next season or something like this yeah. it's something yeah. which never crossed my mind 
So I'm not. I don't. I don't think it's just the the pressure coming from home. I think it was always there. Uh, I, I believe it's more that um, the reduced amount of working hours gives them more time to to put things in perspective, but which also makes them uh, lack experiences um, you would have had by by going like all in and really living so present in this moment and and really. Um, uh, holding this holding this experience because you only have a few a few months and after these months it's gone like forever this these uh this experience you, you will never get again because each season is so different just depending on the location uh the type of the hotel and the the team structure it's like even if you do a hotel twice in in a row, it's it's going to be a completely different season. It's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I also, you know, so many entertainers told me, yeah, but I want to earn real money. Mm -hmm. To be fair, you have sixty years time to earn real money in your mm -hmm. future life. Earned, and what is real money? In the end, you also earn money while doing entertainment. Yeah, like we said, you will not be rich, but in the end, you get paid your accommodation, you get paid your food because you eat yeah. the whole time in the hotel. You spend most of the of the days off at the beach, yeah, because yeah. you're living in the nicest destinations around oh, the world. Yes. You don't need to go for holiday because you are in a holiday location. Mm -hmm. And now with the eight hours of work, you have a lot of time to enjoy the destination. Yeah. So the only things you spend your money for are food when you yeah, go for dinner and yeah. restaurants or whatever. Or if you're a shopping queen like me, shopping. Yeah, because <laughs> when I was in Spain, I got crazy about Stradivarius, Poland beer and whatever. <laughs> so, But to be fair, you have... You have yeah a lot of options to to save the money yeah oh, and yes. to to come home with with a lot of money on your on your saving account so but but to be honest I don't recommend recommend saving your entertainment wage I really think you should use it to you should, explore yeah you should live yeah the uh, the destination because uh, it, it it's such an amazing opportunity like take take the chance take the island or take the the destination where you are and really make sure you've seen every crack you've every, you've yeah, met every yeah. every different kind of person in the culture of the of the country and really just just explore but if this is what you want to do of course you can you can do it and feel like a local huh? i think that's also one of yeah. the nicest things to work aboard that mm. after four months you really feel like you're living there and yeah. you're a part of the island of the country mm -hmm. or whatever and you know suddenly things that only locals know and that's the best yeah. way to experience the location actually do, to, do do you still feel like uh like a german uh, or I don't know if you ever felt like it before, but do, would you say uh, like I am? Um, would you would you call yourself a, a German or what would I, you call yourself? To be fair, I think I was never a proper German, mm. so, <laughs> and I'm also not looking like a German, so nobody is believing <laughs> me. Uh, you're German, so never, no. It, it's it's a difficult question. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's asking me about where are you from, I'm still saying Germany. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm yeah. German, so. But I would not say I'm the, the typical German person. Yeah. But I guess yeah. you also wouldn't say you are the typical Belgian person. or. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I don't really feel as, as such a strong connection with, with Belgium. Um, of course, I'm, I'm happy living here, uh, especially for things like healthcare and social security. We, we are very uh, fortunate to, to live here. It's quite similar yeah. in, in Germany. Um, but just with like the entity of of Belgian people, um, it's, yeah, I don't really feel this this pride uh, pride for for my country, which is something you find more in like uh, um, uh, 
uh, a Spanish country or something. They're very proud people, very, uh, yeah, very proud of their country, their achievements. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I never really felt like it, like, like you said yourself. Um, but, but, um, I don't know. I, I, no, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel a, a strong connection with, uh, with I the think country. That's also because when you did entertainment or oh, you, you have your little back, I always had the feeling and after every, mm. every season, you, you took a little bit of culture with you in your little bag, was, you know, was, uh, and, culture. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and now you're back in your home country, but still <laughs> you have all the impressions of how mm -hmm. other cultures are looking like and what they do. And, There are always some parts I really liked, actually, about their their lifestyle. That they're really was one relaxed. of the was one of the things you've put in your bag. Oh, and I, I guess in Spain I learned that they are much more relaxed about some stuff. So they are basically they are never in time, and that's sometimes really <laughs> annoying. <But> Especially <laughs> because side, of the German time. Yeah, exactly. But on For the other side. Uh, I was just joking to you earlier that you came at like the German three uh, o'clock when we were supposed to start because <laughs> you were five early, minutes yeah. early. <laughs> yeah, but on the other side, it's also a little bit more relaxed when you're not hurrying and sitting in your car like, oh my God, now I'm in traffic jam and mm -hmm. I just have five minutes left and I need to be there. And then in Germany, if I would be too late, I would say like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> was not able to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, in, for example, in Spain, I enjoyed it that they, they have really long nights. So you go really late mm -hmm. for dinner and then it's normal to sit outside, yep. to speak to each other, to yeah, to just enjoy the summer nights and everything. So Yeah, but yeah. I, I think this also comes like the late nights. It's, it's coming from the fact that it's uh, quite hot. So if you would be eating dinner at like six o'clock, you would be sitting in like the, the burning sun. So I think it would be too hard to That's digest right, your food. Yeah. That's maybe where it, um, where it comes from. But it's, it's true. It gives you like a more um, re relaxed way of living. I'm not sure if it's just being relaxed, but it's definitely more... Um, more fluent it's not like you have all these strict uh checkpoints yeah i think that's a good way of putting it it's not yeah. like you have checkpoints through the day it's more like a, a flow where you where you just go go through your day yeah. one of the things i i remember i had last summer in uh, when i was working in crete um we arrived there in i believe it was the last week of april probably um and so we were there obviously before the hotel opened so we had to organize uh, everything uh get the stage ready do some some dance rehearsals count uh, the inv inventory and we uh walked out of the the hotel and i think we wanted to go to the beach or to the supermarket anyways we were walking down uh, to towards the beach and it was this uh, one uh, person shouting from from his restaurant hey hey come here come here And we looked at each other like, oh, what's going on here? Because we we didn't know the guy, obviously, uh, working in the restaurant. So we went there and uh, he said, yeah, uh, tonight it's uh, it's Easter. Um, the the uh, It's not Christian Easter, it's uh, the... The, pro the Greek Easter. Yeah, Greek pr Protestant, I think it's called. Prote mm -hmm. Protest Anyways, uh, their Easter, so it was at a different date. That's why uh, we didn't know. And he said, yeah, and every time for Easter, uh, we invite as many people as possible. 
to to have dinner together so uh, i see you uh, you are uh, not locals and we've been uh, watching you guys walk uh, walk past a few times over the last few days uh, so if you want you are invited to to come eat dinner with us tonight and we were like oh oh that's, that's pretty nice i mean uh, we were planning on doing dancers nice. but uh, going for dinner sounds uh, sounds pretty nice so we uh, finished up everything in the in the hotel went there in the in the evening and they roasted this uh, this whole lamb like uh, there was a whole lamb uh, ready and we could like cut our own piece of meat off of it and they i don't know i think we had like eight different courses of of uh, this the the most amazing food you will, you will ever get and uh, it was it's for free just because people wanted to be nice to you and this is something i this these are like experiences i i really missed right uh, right now obviously because of corona but even if there's no corona this is something which would never happen here in uh, in belgium nobody's going to invite you for dinner just because they want to i don't because know they are. make yeah. your day yeah um yeah and That's yeah the, that's really uh, something I try to to bring more into the into my surroundings. Uh, of course, not not the, uh, into into this extent, but I try to remind myself to share these kind of experiences with people who might not go to uh, to a different country and just give them this kind of experience here as well. Because um, yeah, if, if you are positive to to uh, your surroundings, also to people you don't know, they will be. Uh, positive in, in their reactions because you know it's it's hard to to get mad at someone who's being nice to you or who's offering you something uh something um yeah so i something think it's nice, important yeah. yeah that's right that's right that was also one of the reasons why i never went back to a destination because i always said to myself i want to see as many destinations as possible mm. so i always try to to see something new and i think it's also not dangerous difficult to go back to a destination because you always compare the destination the to the year yeah the expectations you had from the year before and then it's really difficult to reach the expectations because you mm -hmm. have different people around you and everything will be different so i always thought okay i want to go somewhere else i want to see something new and in the end it's also funny because you are able to do this how you say it you are you are allowed to give a wish for three destinations where you want to go for summer or for yeah, winter yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at the end of the season you can at the like, end of the season exactly send your I never, wish list yeah i never got one wish never <laughs> really always yeah like, really, like always. not, not <laughs> even one of the three but like no, not, not, not a completely all. different one right i always got in the in the first run i i got told yeah you will go there and then <laughs> they changed close it. before the start yeah they said like ayana to be fair, we need somebody in whatever Egypt. Would you be able to go there? And I was like, yeah, okay, let's go there. <laughs> so I never, never got one wish. But in the end, it was the best that could happen to me because I, I saw destinations I would never mm. had on my list, you know, like, yeah. like Egypt, Turkey. I was in Tunisia. So, and also there, I think in the end, it's not about the destination. It's about the people who work with you, mm. your team and the hotel team and everything, what is making a perfect season. So... Yeah, be open-minded. Yeah, and go for it. <laughs> go really, for it, exactly, go for it. Go for it. And yeah, don't say just... no before you know the destination. That's also a big mistake because how you can say, as an example, I don't like Egypt if you never worked in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Then you cannot say, I don't like it. I think you always need to try it. And when you try it and you say, okay, it's not mine, okay, fair enough, but try it. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think you are right. I think you are right. No, I actually did the same thing. I also never went to uh, to a destination twice. 
um purposefully i also chose not not to do it because i i, I was um afraid that i would have a certain expectation i really liked the fact that you uh actually when i think about it i think i never even uh googled the uh the hotel i was going to be working in i think i just went there like i didn't want to see any pictures i didn't want to see yeah. uh anything okay maybe i looked roughly where it was on the map or something like uh, if it was spain whereabouts in spain it would be but i think that's the most i i ever googled and then i just took the plane uh went there and then it was like oh okay this is this is pretty nice uh just i don't know i, I don't like being disappointed i prefer not to know something and then uh just accept the fact that it's not a good outcome rather than having expectations and then not meeting them Yeah, and also, you know, sometimes I, I, not sometimes, I also did all the recruiting and castings in winter for mm -hmm. two winters. And it's so funny because so many people who were doing the casting are, or, or told me, yeah, I want to go to a five-star hotel. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. But why a five-star hotel should be better than a three-star mm -hmm. hotel? In the it's end, a it good is topic, about, actually. Yeah, in the end, it is about the hotel staff, if they if they support entertainment or not, if you have good mm. guests or if you don't have good guests, about the location of the hotel. Because if I have a five-star hotel in the middle of a country where no beach at all is, yeah. like it's, it's also not nice. And about the team. So I think you can even not go, yeah. And, I... and also... I love the fact that you bring this up because it's, it's something I, I never really thought about my myself. It is something I've heard a lot, like I want to work in this type of hotel or like this yeah. this type of hotel. Where actually, I think my favorites uh, or my better seasons were like in, in the three star, uh, yeah. in the three star hotels because um, the, the, uh, the, um, Uh, the atmosphere is, is so different uh, when when you are talking to uh, a guest in a three star hotel than in a five star hotel um, because these the people who go to a three star hotel ob uh, obviously uh, or most likely they had to work like the entire year to be able to come there for one or, or two yeah. weeks the one or two weeks that they are there so once they arrive in the destination they Oh, they they enjoy it like they, they're like a sponge. They let it soak in like every every part of the experience. They wanna they wanna uh, go through it completely because uh, they know when they go back they're gonna have to work another year. Um, sometimes it's two years. Sometimes it's three years. They, they go uh, to to a hotel every three years or something like this. And um, I I felt in my experience at least. Uh, the appreciation in a five uh, from a five star guest was not as um, uh, maybe not as genuine as one from a three star uh, guest overall. Of course, there are exceptions and everybody's different. But when we're talking like overall, that's why I really enjoyed working in three stars uh, or like three and a half star uh, kind of uh, kind of hotels. Yeah, definitely. And also some of the guests were so cute when they, like you said, you know, they, they saved their money and they were so happy when they yeah. had their first holiday. Some of them never saw a palm tree and mm -hmm. they were so thankful and just enjoyed everything. So, yeah, that was really cute. That's a really, that's a really nice experience. And if, if you can see it, like you, you get happier, like your day is amazing. If you see somebody see a palm tree for the first time or like 
I don't know, sometimes they never went to a beach before. They come from a country where there are no uh, no beaches or there are no seas. And then they've seen the sea and they're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And like the, the water is salt. And then I don't know, it's yeah. such a, a, a beautiful thing to... Um, Yeah, it really makes your day or like your week. And every time you see this person again, uh, while they're there for, for the holiday, you're just you're just happy for them. Like you just. Yeah, it's absolutely it's, it's amazing. And these are also the people you enjoy really doing uh, guest contact, huh? speaking yeah. with them, chatting with them, asking them, how was your day? Did you enjoy it? How was your dinner and everything? So, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> um, Jana. Yes. Actually, we, we are we are slowly already uh, ending towards the the end of the podcast. We've been talking like it's crazy. Time passes so so uh, quickly. But there's a few questions I, I ask to every guest on the on the okay. show. Okay. Uh, and one of the the questions is: uh, Do you have any advice to people who who are interested to starting to work within this uh, within the entertainment industry? Um, what would you say to a person who's never done it before? Maybe he or she is doubting if she, uh, they should do it or maybe they're a little bit scared or uh, can also be something you would uh, would have liked to have known before you started. What would you say to this kind of person? You know what I was, uh, what I would say? Just do it. Basically, <laughs> I think it's one of the best experiences. Don't doubt, just do it because you will never know if it is the right job if you never tried it, basically. Mm -hmm. And don't... Put yourself under too much pressure because like i said already before every person needs minimum two or three weeks to get into something new so give yourself the two or three weeks and don't resign after one or two days because that's definitely the yeah. wrong decision i think it's one of the best jobs in the world i met so many nice people i made so many nice experiences i met my best friends over there and i grew so much so just do it try it and don't think about don't think too much let's say it like this, about your future mm -hmm. or what you should study because it is so difficult with 18 to say, okay, this is a job I want to do my whole life. I think it's yeah. it's it's not even possible to, to make this decision so early and you have so much time and anyway, you need to work so many years till you will go <laughs> to your pension <laughs> or whatever. So, yeah, just yeah, do, do it. Do you think it. you know it now? Do you think uh, what was for you in the future? Like, where do you want to work towards? Do you have like no, a, a no. new goal? You know, I always thought with 30, I'm so adult that I will know everything and I will be married and I will have whatever children. And still, sometimes I'm You've feeling no like clue. I'm 18. And it's good because I, I still made new experiences and mm. I try some new things out. And yeah, I'm happy that I did it. So... Yeah, I think that's some really, really good advice, and I hope somebody takes away something, uh, something from it. Actually, uh, another question I, I always ask, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but I'm, I'm going to ask you anyways, <laughs> is um, imagine we're back in 2013 and they uh, ask you in the head office from, uh, from TUI Germany if you want to go and do this, uh, this boot camp. Would you go on the, on the boot camp again? Would you do I would it again? Definitely, <laughs> yeah, I would do it. <laughs> and even if there were some really, really busy days, I don't want to miss a minute or a second. So, yeah, I would. No, I, I, I totally, uh, I totally understand. Then, uh, Jana, uh, thank you, uh, thank you so much for for being on the show. I uh, appreciate you joining me for the eighth episode already of uh, of Ciao Ciao Bye Bye. Um, please thank tell you the for listeners. inviting me. Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> Please tell the listeners uh, what they can expect from you and uh, where maybe they can find you on social media or something like this. 
yeah, I, I think many people from my old job life follow me already. So you can find mm -hmm. me on social media um, and Instagram. It's my normal name, jana.ga. Um, and then Facebook, it's also Jana GA. And I think it's are the most uh, important channels from yeah. my side. So <laughs> if you want to follow me, follow me. <laughs> yeah, we'll put them in the links down, uh, down below as well. So if you want to go yeah. check out Jana, what she's, uh, what she's up to, feel free to have a, a look at the, uh, the description. Then finally, uh, Jana, I have one more question, the final burning question for you. Uh, and this is, uh, who would you like to hear me joining for, uh, for an episode of Ciao Ciao Bye Bye? Who would you like to see on the, on the show? To be fair, I thought already about this question, oh. and, <laughs> and there were you, you some people prepared. coming to my yeah. Not I came prepared, but I thought like, okay, who would be who would be funny on this uh, on this episode? So I was thinking about Charlie. Oh. To be fair, because he also had uh, two seasons as entertainment manager now. Yeah and many funny stories to tell oh yeah and he's a good Probably. storyteller yeah um i was thinking um about oof, maybe alina um because mm. she's studying now and maybe she is really um yeah <laughs> really yeah, happy to speak a little bit about the <laughs> nice and funny days <laughs> before studying yeah, from a different um, uh, different life before studying Exactly, exactly. Maybe also Ivo, yeah, because oh. I think Ivo is one of our uh, yeah longest EDTMs, and I think yeah, he yeah. really knows how the time was looking. He's uh, an entertainment, how, how entertainment OG. Exactly how entertainment. I mean, I think he was working in the kids club when I was the in the age for the kids club. So. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think this yeah, would, would be, be the, really the three cool. persons that came into my mind though. Awesome. Then really, um, it's really good. I, I, I agree. I can really see why you picked them. Uh, and I think they would add value in, a, in an episode. Then, uh, yeah, Jana, I thank you uh, one more time. There's only, only one more thing to say. Maybe you've heard the, uh, the sentence before. And it's, of course, uh, and as always, ciao, ciao. Bye, bye. Bye. <laughs> see you. I hope you enjoyed listening to the 8th episode. I would like to thank our guest Jana for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube or whatever platform you use. I'd be grateful if you could leave us a review and share it. If you have any thoughts on today's episode or topics you would like me to further touch on, email me at info at Thanks again. See you next week. And as always... Ciao, ciao. Bye, bye.